Hello and welcome to East Norfolk's very own politics podcast, In The Loop. After a short break, we're back with brand new topics and um, brand new guests, Jeffrey and Sam. Hopefully, it shouldn't be too much of a big one today. Um, so, first of all, should we talk about um, P&O sackings and what our feelings, general thoughts are on that? P&O Ferries has made 800 of its staff redundant, effective immediately, and cancelled all its services for the next few days. The company says it's acted to secure its long-term future. Calls today's decision very difficult but necessary. Union bosses have described the move as scandalous. Um, yes, it's, uh, it's clearly illegal. Even Boris agrees, and he breaks the law all the time, so, um... I mean, yeah, I mean, 800 workers have been sacked, and obviously, um, what is it, under Section 194, the government has said they will take legal action against um, the company. Um, but however, Boris has refused to take action against the parent company, DP World, which has benefited 50 million tax breaks by running two of the government's new free sports. Um, Starmer has requested an end to this until workers are reinstated. However, Boris said he would take no court action against such a parent company, um, as he doesn't want to spoil overseas investment. Well, I'm glad Starmer said something. Well, something right. Yeah. Yeah. While Boris sits there, just yeah. allowing them to uh, get away, not give us any tax, lovely. Yeah, because what what I'm confused about is Boris has said, and he's admitted they've broken the law, but he's not doing anything about it. Yeah, I it doesn't mean, really make sense because he looks like a massive hypocrite because he's broken the law yeah. and he hasn't done anything about it M- multiple times. Not only that, but um, like if if he does nothing as he is currently doing, pretty much apart from just taking legal action, um, what incentive does the company actually have to either rehire the workers? Um, I mean, they've offered funding to the workers, um, or not funding. Um, what's it Severance called? pay. Severance pay. However, it's been at such a little amount, like generally. What, what um, incentives does a company even have to give these people their money back? Or not give money back, give them their jobs back? There is none because they can hire the foreign workers. They've said they were going to pay them on £5.50 an hour, mm-hmm. which have, is... And they haven't even done that. They're only being paid them £1.80. Yeah, which, yeah. Is, uh, which is... My, so my, my main worry is that it sets precedent because P&O have been able to basically sack off 800 people without consulting unions, without consulting anyone, really. Mm-hmm. And it sets precedent that any company can do it and get away with it. P&O are just the first. Yeah, and, and as I said, they've broken Section 194 of the Trade Unions and Labour Relations Act of 1992. So. <laughs> well, you know your stuff. I do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thing is, right, Cyprus <laughs> is technically where the ship is right. tied to, and it has no minimum wage. So, in a technical sense, it was legal if it was in Cyprus, yeah. but it's not. So, um, Slight issue. We're wrong okay. country. Yeah, yeah. The wrong country, mate. Although we do have bases on Cyprus, though. We True. Pick up True. Britain. Big up Cyprus and their slave labour. p and have also said that none of the employees that they've sort of let off will get less than £15,000 in com- compensation and some will be entitled to over 100000 But do you really think that's enough? Still not a stable job. Yeah. It's not only that, it's, yeah, it's just rise, um, giving rise to our unemployment figures even more. Yeah, and, and I mean, at, again... And at the current state of the economy, we, um, and by the looks of it, we're going to start needing employment soon. Or have, we lower, uh, uh, have rising unemployment soon. So. We're going to have the worst rates of, um, oh, what's it called? Social deprivation or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, in the, since the 50s. So yeah, uh, exactly. That's really going to help us at the moment. Yeah, and again, it contributes to the precedent I mentioned earlier of how it's probably going to be the first company of probably quite a lot that 
realise they can get away with this, they can, they can do this, and no one's going to stop them. So I feel, until something's done about it, it's just going to set a precedent that this is okay and companies can get away with it. Well, if the government sits back like they are going to do, then this is a precedent that will be set. If the government steps in, like, I'm not hinting they should, mm-hmm. but I'm hinting they should. Yeah, it's not only that, but like the foreign workers they've hired uh, to, break, to have, do all their work for them, they're paying £1.81 at the minute. They promised and they'll give them, was it £5, wasn't it? £5 yeah, £5.50, which is still less than minimum wage. Minimum wage, exactly. It's £8.91 that they should be getting, minimum. Exactly, at the least, and especially if they're going to be coming over here to do work. How would anyone maintain any sort of life under the new, you know, new structure of Britain? Yeah. Especially considering the prices are only going up. Higher and higher every day. <laughs> you guys want to know how much the boss of P&O Ferries makes a year? How I'd much? love to. £325,000 a year. Is literally paying slave labour to, to the workers who are there hiring. They're paying them £1.81 an hour. They can't barely live on that, especially if they're bringing them over here to stay in the UK. At least they're getting paid. I got paid four. That's pounds. the most Tory take. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you're getting paid one pound eighty one. Yeah, at least you're getting paid though. Right, I got paid four pounds sixty two an hour. I could not live on that wage, but yet again, I am a child, so I don't get listened to. These are actual people yeah. working on one pound eighty one. Foreign workers were looking for a better life over right. here. You can buy. Right. Like, I think we might have run everything we have to say about. The thing is, though, we can buy one chicken bake with that. To be honest, Greg's. if we're if we're on the filter like right now, we just sort of let it flow, and it's so much easier. Yeah. 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 You don't have to worry about what we say. Yeah, to, I, I think I think we've let what I say run its course. Yeah. Right, um, Scotland Yard have apologised after a black schoolgirl was strip-searched um, by police while she was on her period. We're not really that good with that sort of thing. We're not girls, but still. She was wrongly suspected of carrying cannabis. Um, what do you guys think? Disgusting. It's clearly wrong, clearly disgusting, and there's absolutely no excuse and no apology that can be um, given to, you know, rectify it. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, like, what gives people the right to strip search, even if, oh, they might have an illegal substance on them? Like, it's not a national security threat. It's, it's a girl that might have a bit of weed. It's not only that, but it is a child at the end of the day. And it's two female yeah, police officers taking her into a room in which she had no parental consent, no consent from the child. They just bent her over a table, yeah, because her up against the wall, and completely strip searched her, even when she was on her period. And I mean, at the least, um, I'm pretty sure you should take them back to a police station first. I'm pretty sure that is in the law, that they should be took back to a police station. Plus, it feels like it's and it, it's been used as an example mm-hmm. to show to other students this is what happened if you have your small amount of weed, which, by the way, isn't as bad as alcohol. Yeah. Obviously, d- don't smoke weed, obviously, especially if you're underage. It's yes. incredibly bad yeah. for you, I mean, your brain development, but... Uh, well. Racism was likely to have been an influencing factor, which makes this case even worse. Yep. I mean, it's not really that much of a surprise, is it, to be no. honest? Met Police. I mean, yeah. I struggle with it all the time. Especially with, um, like, I mean, lately there's been a lot of issues with the Met Police getting worse and worse by the day, it seems. Especially since Sarah Everard and... Um, well, they're taking pictures of the, was it the two dead girls. They found the crime scene, sending it to one another and joking about the bodies, and now it's on to this again. It, it's not a good look for the Met, and yeah. especially when Krista Dick was forced to resign and tried to fight against it. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't look good for the Met Police. And something that, I mean, we have to keep reiterating is this girl's, this girl's not even 16 years old. She's had her identity covered because of how young she is. She's a secondary school pupil. Mm-hmm. That, 
Sorry, this left her very disturbed, though, especially. I mean, yeah. was she, doesn't this come, only come up into the news due to her having suicidal thoughts, wasn't it, mentioning it to someone? So it wouldn't have come up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Some, I was reading about it the other day. If something happened, it wouldn't have come up unless she had, uh, like, how much it's affected her. I don't think she wanted to bring it up. Mm. I think The bit that worries me about that is that's one specific case where it's been brought up mm-hmm. because of that. How many people do you think have had this happen and maybe it's not been brought up because they're too scared to speak out about it? Mm-hmm. How many more issues could the Met Police have gotten away with, really, mm-hmm. because I people are too scared to speak up? don't think I want up. to find out because yeah. I feel like the number won't be respectable, even in the Met Police's... Mm-hmm. It's almost monthly now, isn't it? We get a new thing from the Met Police. Yeah. So. Very interesting. Let's see what else there is. Right, and again, something quite interesting is so. So we've got to remember though, she is she is black, and with the Met Police, it is quite well. It's more likely than not that this is a racist incident. Like, let's be honest, the Met Police suspected cannabis, black teenager. What do you really expect? Yeah. And just got an update on news now. Saying that they've been removed from public-facing roles, which means they've not been sacked from the Met Police. They're just behind the desk. Yep. Yeah, they're pretty much. So you've solved the problem by yeah. letting them work on other cases. Hey, we love the one, Met Police. They're getting their one-day-long anti-racism lesson. <laughs> which, as provenly, has not worked right. completely, otherwise Whatsoever. this wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Yep, great. Anyway, as well, the teacher has been um, completely sacked, I believe. They removed her from her job role, but that's that it. That's doesn't the, doesn't yeah. sort the route, doesn't doesn't stop the uh, the issues. Yeah, especially if it's from the past, as I believe it is, which means it's taken them a good couple of years at the least. I mean, there was like no action taken at the time of this event at all whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, you got to remember as well, like, that's the teacher. It doesn't help solve the problems with the Met Police because, of course, the officers have been removed from public-facing roles, but that would just keep them behind the desk or keep them behind a wheel of a police car. It doesn't really help much. Mm-hmm. Like... Oh no, they've give, been given their sort of, what is it, one, two day anti racism lessons. Which, I mean, nothing like that in the Met Police seems to work because every, every other year or so now we'll get a massive racism flare up or a massive sexism flare up in the Met Police. And you'll get, oh, we'll, we'll increase training in our anti racism and anti sexism. And, and you won't hear much for about six, seven months. And then something else will come up. It's not working. There's something that needs to change in the Met Police. And whether that's how it's structured, who they employ, how they go about employing people, I don't know. I'm not a genius. But Either way, it needs to happen. Either way, something needs to happen, yeah. Definitely. Um, so, right. Open that one there. Should we go on to that? Yeah, let, let's go on to this one. Um, Sarah Everard's killer, Wayne Cousins. Charged with indecent exposure. Sticking to the Met Police, this looks even more amazing for them. Yeah, it's further worse than the case, wasn't it? Before her murder as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he was still in public duty. Yep. And they just allowed him to carry on. I mean, an officer of the law should be allowed to. I mean, it can't even comes under the rule of law that no one is above the law, and that we should all um, pay consequence to it. And an action like this, such as um, was it indecent exposure? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For. Four counts. Four counts. Four yeah. Counts. Four counts. Four counts. Four times. And he was not fired from his job. That is unbelievable. No wonder women feel unsafe. And it took in the place streets. last year as well. It wasn't even. It's not even something new that's come up. This is stuff from last year. 
mm-hmm. which I think is crazy. Like, you got to keep his job. Oh, they, they occurred in the weeks before he kidnapped Everard, which means that, um... Oh, my God. May have even been preventable then, in that case. Yep. Yep. They've been authorised to charge him with indecent exposure on four occasions, between 21st and January, 1st of February, 30th of January and 6th of February, 14th of February, and on the 27th of February. And that was all last year, before all the Sarah Everard stuff happened. So if they'd just done something about it then, rather than doing it now, when it's way too late, massive tragedy that was all over the news. Rather easily preventable by the seams of it. Easily preventable. And it's just scary. Like, it's scary how preventable. Obviously, we should still not be distracted from the victims of the indecent exposure cases. However, I think a lot more, like, I mean, as we've just seen earlier with the Met um, and the, and, um, what's her name? Q, isn't it? Yeah, Child, Child Q. Q. Child Q. Um, we need to have a bigger eye on them by the same bit because it just gets worse and worse and worse. I don't blame people for not being safe around the Met Police when there's incidents like this happening left, right and centre. Mm-hmm. It's well, clearly an issue. When yeah. will it be sorted? I, I mean, I, I think it's very hard to argue with some people have been arguing that, in fact, it's not the Met Police and that we can still trust the police. And I think, yeah, I think a large majority of officers are quite trustworthy. However, it's hard to trust the police when you see such damning evidence and so many cases and counts of um, police officers just not doing their job, um, going against what their whole role of their job is and just abusing their power. I mean... I'll be honest, I don't really feel safe with the police at the moment. Is there anything else we really have to say on the Met Police, or have we exhausted our... This is really weird, because we all agree with (coughs) one another. Yeah. 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 At the moment, I genuinely don't like the Met Police. Yeah, like... Sorry. I, 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 I love the idea of a police force, and... We need a police force. I think we should have a strong police yeah. force. I we need think. one that isn't racist and sexist. Yeah. But one, considering that's something that everyone should be against, especially the people in power. Yeah, especially you should have a strong police force. I think, in my opinion, that, yes. that can protect people of the state that they live in and their society. However, the police force shouldn't be abusing their powers. They should. There should be a clear guidance on their, um, their powers that are set out them. But it shouldn't be a racist police force, a sexist police force. No, it should be fair and equal among individuals. Especially, this is our capital's police force. Yeah, exactly. This is where what six million people live, six million plus. Mm-hmm. Isn't the Met Police meant to be like the um, example that police are supposed to follow? Yes. Yeah. What sort of example is this setting? Mo- moving on, um, we've got another little update about the Ukraine situation. We don't want to gloss over it too much because it's completely oversaturated by now, but some things are still going on over there, and we need to talk about it, really. So, um, Russia lost almost 16,000 personnel since the start of the war. This is according to a report coming from Kiev, so accuracy may not be 100%. I don't know. I'm against the war. I so, personally, but I'm I'm not really willing to trust information coming from either side at the as minute. As shown by its, I think it's like the 27th or the 28th day of Russia's war, mm. and they have slowed down since their first advances. Yep. They've managed to encircle Mariupol, which is where the Azov Battalion stationed. So it's basically fascists fighting fascists at this point. Mm-hmm. So um, the Nazis, Putin apparently warned about. Yes. I mean. The, s- the small battalion that many people on Twitter at the minute are currently pointing to as the reason for Putin's invasion alongside um, an informal um, agreement, wasn't it, between a uh, Russian diplomat 
Yeah, between uh, the so- Soviet diplomats that, that and the West, yeah. and is in NATO. Yep, it wasn't. It was a non-signed agreement. It was just a handshake, and and I mean, I'm pretty sure it was an agreement that NATO would not militarily move um, more eastern. However, however, nations have their own democratic right to choose yeah. whether they want to be a part of a clearly needed military alliance. alliance yep. Also, um, defensive alliance to cut off the people who believe that NATO is. Anti-Russia, mm-hmm. and if it wasn't anti-Russia until you invaded a sovereign it's, nation. It's not only that, but the Ukrainian people voted in Zelensky, who is a very much from their past president, who was a um, pro-Russian president. They completely removed him in order to get Zelensky into power, who was completely anti-Russian. So in a way, it's just a democratic system doing its thing, allowing the Ukrainian people to join with the West as they have wanted. This isn't even the first time this has happened. Georgia voted in two thousand and seven, I believe. It was two thousand seven. Jo- yeah. To join NATO on about I think it was like seventy to eighty percent. Mm-hmm. They wanted to. Next couple of weeks invaded by Russia. Mm-hmm. Now they don't have much of a chance to join NATO. Yep. Same with Ukraine. That might be one of their um, policies to end the war. That they'll be a buffer zone and yep. won't have the democratic choice like the rest of Europe has. Mm-hmm. And I feel like part of that was also why Russia believed they could make such an invasion as we have seen. Um, I mean, I'm very much anti-war, but I don't think we should just roll over to the Russians and allow them to completely just wipe out a democratic country, which should, as, as of right now, is just standing for freedom to the West. The fact that they haven't even wiped out the country that they could yeah. supposedly do in weeks is, is amazing. They have The invasion clearly has failed. They barely have enough equipment to mm-hmm. attack Kyiv any day. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't want to say amazing, but it is... Well, it's it the best hope. Yeah, yeah. It, it's really the best situation we could have hoped for at this stage in time, really. Yeah, and the war crimes have been very evident. I mean, the US has claimed that Russia has been committing mass war crimes. I mean, many of them you can find all over Twitter if you really look hard enough. I have been, yeah. and it's horrible. It's, yeah, it's disgusting to see. Um, I mean, I don't know if you heard about what's been happening with a lot of Russian soldiers, where they've just completely refused to fight, and then they've been threatened with their families' lives and their lives about turning around and apparently walking back to Russia. There is a fight for freedom on both sides. The mm-hmm. Russian people clearly don't want to go into this war. They, they may support it, but in principle, they are fighting their brothers. Mm-hmm. That is the and yeah, I just want to add to um, people being forcibly removed and put into Russia. Um, I think it's Mariupol City Council have claimed 15,000 residents from their district, which I'm not going to even attempt to pronounce, have been um, forcibly deported to Russia, which... Yeah is scary, really. Not, not only for them, but for their families. And this is a reminder of the Soviet times. It, it is, mm-hmm. and it really it's is. disgusting, really. So we're s- slowly edging closer and closer to that Cold War part two. I don't want a second Cold yeah, War. No. It was awful. No, and we we no, speak no, no, like no, no. we've lived through it. <laughs> no, but I, I have spent a good <coughs> part of like three years looking into the Cold War because mm-hmm. it's so interesting. And I would hate for a return to that well, mentality. I mean, uh, yet again, uh, like an example of us returning to this mentality is Russia has expelled more US diplomats from the 12 that have already been expelled this month and last month. It really makes you look like the good guy when you expel diplomats. Yeah. I'm sorry. It really wins your side over. I mean, both sides are doing it, which is fair, yeah. I guess. I'd say it's fair. Poland accused, I believe, 12 uh, Russian diplomats of being spies and have kicked them out. However, I do think it's very dangerous to cut ties and when it comes to conversation and communication between the two sides, because obviously you need to find a way to find Especially, peace. there's 145 million Russian people yep. who are being cut off from actual news. Mm-hmm. State-fed propaganda. I mean, as funny as this is, there's um, games such as Rust, um, where the servers have been allowed to cross, where it's been harder for the Russians to just block off people from servers, because obviously when it comes to, for example, a game, servers tend to be located in one um, big headquarters, 
obviously you have uh, they have region I was in the continental lock doesn't it like EU servers Russians play on EU servers yes yeah. which is why in games such as Rust um, people in the EU have messaged um, been able to mes- send messages to those in Russia telling them what is actually going on which is why you can see such big riots and people um, trying to spread the message even further in Russia I'm glad the Russian people are being awakened by the fact that the war is criminal Right, that's all for today. Um, we hope you enjoyed the podcast. I'd like to remind you just before we end that all views expressed on the podcast are the debate zone. It does not represent East Norfolk Sixth Form as an institution. Thank you for letting us keep you in the loop.